Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Oh my God. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hey, you guys. What is up? It's Kim. Thank you so much for listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Um, very excited for this week's episode. Uh, last week, I had my best friend here in Austin, Danielle, on the podcast. So much fun. Um, I think she did an incredible job. It was actually her first time being on a podcast, and she was nervous, and I think she did so good. I do want to apologize because I feel the audio was a little whack, and I'm I just want to reiterate, like, this is a learning process for me. Obviously, I've never done a podcast before either. So over time, I'm slowly learning how to improve my audio, how to film video, uh, things to talk about, you know, and my comfort level talking about things, you know, that increases as well. So I just want to say I appreciate all of your patience, you know, as I do work out all the kinks and everything of being a new podcaster. Eventually, I will have it down, I swear. But as for now, baby steps. Uh, Again, the audio was a little weird on last week's episode, but hopefully you guys were able to watch the video portion. Danielle is a videographer, so she was able to bring her camera and film us last week. It was so cool to like actually film and get to edit all those clips and stuff afterwards. Once your girl has a little more money, I'm going to be investing in a really nice camera as well. Um, Hopping ahead a little bit, but kind of a low light for me this week. I dropped my phone. I have had my iPhone for years and the same one and I've dropped it at bars. I've dropped it on the sidewalk. Like I am not the most graceful queen in the world, unfortunately. Never cracked my phone. Not once. Now, (laughs) I'm in my, you know, my new apartment. It's great. Great floors. Clearly, two great of floors. I dropped my phone literally just in the kitchen. And my phone, my screen shattered. So I ended up getting a new phone. I upgraded. Uh, It's in the mail right now. It should be here in the next few days. And so this week I'm not filming video portion because (laughs) my phone is screwed up. But next week, I'm going to try out the cinematic mode on the new iPhone 13 Pro Max, whatever. I got the, I got the big daddy, and I'm very, very excited. So, But yeah, to backtrack, it was really cool to film last week's episode on Danielle's camera. If you haven't gotten a chance yet to watch on YouTube, you should. Let me know what you thought. Um... Right now, I'm scrubbing it up. I'm in my PJs, bun on my head, just hanging out with Louie and my microphone. It's actually I'm recording at 10 o'clock at night because I've just had the busiest day of my life. So, But I wanted to get a podcast episode out to you guys. So this week, there will not be a video portion. Next week, there will be, uh, given that my phone arrives and everything. But um, yeah. Danielle did such a good job on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you so much to everybody who submitted questions. That was so fun. Like, it makes it feel like a lot more interactive. Um, also, there's a few of you guys. Okay, so side story. I have full transparency, thousands of message requests on Instagram. I'm not bragging. The reason I'm saying this is because I will go through those message requests and sometimes I read them and I'm like, okay, I need to respond to this. For example, I won't say who, but like one of you guys messaged me and you asked me like, hey, can you talk about like your hair extensions on the next episode? Or somebody asked like, just like random stuff like that. I mentally am like, okay, I need to respond to her um, when I get home tonight. And then I lose the message because it gets buried in emails. Uh, in the message request. So if you're listening and you messaged me and 
your question was hopefully answered this week, uh, but I didn't respond to your DM. I'm sorry. Message me again. Also, secret insider tip. If you DM my podcast Instagram account, which is at my lips aren't sealed podcast, DM that and I will respond. Like that inbox is like pretty like average and like totally um, manageable. So message me there. I want to chat. I want to say hi, but I am sorry if I haven't responded to your messages. I really do appreciate it. And one more plug. If you are on Facebook, uh, join my Facebook group. My lips aren't sealed podcast. It's a pretty chill group. Nothing too crazy going on in it just yet. Over time, I do plan on posting exclusive content in there and deals and like stories and really building that community. So if you're on Facebook, join it. That would be so great. Uh, kind of a longer intro today. I just realized I rambled so much, but let's get started. Let's jump right on into highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights per use. Um, guys, biggest highlight this past week. I got a butt massage. Uh, what? Uh, not really. Okay. I, full transparency, I have always struggled with cellulite on my thighs and on my butt. I have a big butt. If you watched me on TV, you're like, oh my God, that girl has a big butt. Didn't expect it. Uh, there's a whole Twitter thread about my butt. There's a whole Reddit chat room about my butt. I wish I was making that up, but I'm not. Since I was little, I've always struggled with cellulite, even when I was a tiny little thing. Okay. My mom, mom, I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> we talked about this. My mom, same thing. She's the skinniest lady in the world. Cellulite. Like it's just a genetic thing. My sister, not an ounce of cellulite on her body, nor, you know, we have similar-ish body shapes and I have a bigger butt than her, but not a single ounce of cellulite on her. So I think either you're blessed or not with cellulite. I'm blessed with cellulite. Uh, and it's something I have always been self-conscious about. I mean, I'm not like necessarily proud of my cellulite. I'm not ashamed of it at all, but it is something that I've always, you know, been hyper aware of so there is a day spa in austin called viva day spa and i partnered with them a few months ago for my botox and it's a great place like they dm'd me on instagram asked to partner uh you know basically what that means is in exchange for me posting on my instagram i will get free cosmetic surgery or cosmetic procedures not surgeries, <laughs> no surgeries. Uh, so they asked me uh, maybe like a month ago, hey, if there's any other uh, procedures or you know enhancements that you're interested in, let us know. So I asked them to let me know what they have. And the one thing that caught my eye was it's called Evolve Body Contouring, Trim and Tone, okay? So what this service is, is they use radio frequency. They put all these little devices on your air quotes, problem areas. So for me, they hooked my butt and my thighs up to these little devices. And with heat and radio frequency, they basically massage those uh, areas and then kind of shake, they kind of shake. And it's funny because the girl uh, who did, who hooked me up and everything, she was so sweet, like the sweetest girl. I was kind of nervous. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I went into this like kind of having anxiety. Uh, but she calmed me down. She's so, such a sweet girl. But she, before she turns the machine on, she's like, just so you know, it's gonna sound like little, little piggies oinking. And I was like, what? Sure enough, the machine starts. Yep, little piggies. So it makes this little, you know, oinking noise and your butt shakes and your thighs shake and it's like a very like light shake it's not like a crazy huge shake it's just like a little a little motion and i go in once a week for six or seven weeks depending on my progress and 
it gets rid of the cellulite. It tightens you all up. Uh, 100% would bet that that's what the Kardashians get because, I mean, they have no cellulite on their big booties. So uh, I will keep you guys updated. Huge highlight for me because I feel like even with like TMI, but like with like sleeping with, you know, like dating and like sleeping with like new partners and like, not that I do it super often, but when I am intimate with somebody, that's something that I'm pretty insecure about. And so I'm really excited to like see this transformation and I will be posting some before and afters on social media because that is, you know, the agreement I have to post. They will be PG. I'm not going to be posting OnlyFans content uh, on my Instagram and TikTok, but I'll be posting some before and afters of like my thighs and like I'll wear a swimsuit probably or maybe like uh, leggings where you can kind of see, you know, where my problem areas are. And we're going to follow along and see what the progress looks like. So I'm optimistic. I'm very excited. Uh, long rant about that, but I'm just, I'm just really excited. Uh, highlight number two, last night, so I'm recording on Monday. So last night was Sunday, obviously, and I got invited to an influencer event at this pretty like bougie upscale lounge slash bar called Devil May Care, and it's on West 6th in downtown Austin. It's pretty close actually to where I live. Uh, don't go stalking me, but I'm not that close, but I'm close enough. And they invited me to this event. They're like, Hey, we're releasing a new summer cocktail menu. Come like bring a plus one free drinks, free food, you know, free merchandise and everything. So I'm like, heck yeah. I don't know how they got my contact information, but very excited about that. Uh, it was so fun. I brought Danielle with me and I don't think she'd ever been to an influencer event before. So it was really fun because I think she enjoyed it. Uh, she also liked, you know, getting the free merchandise and everything was free. So that's just super fun. Uh, and then I met, well, I didn't really get to meet too many girls. Like it was, it's interesting because like if you're interested in, in learning more about influencer events and stuff, I would love to talk more about it. If the influencer event is a sit down event, you really don't get to socialize with too many people because you're just sitting with the people you came with. If the event is stand up, you know, more like cocktail table, high top tables, you know, you'll mingle more. So I didn't get a chance to meet too many other girls, but had a really good time regardless. And I think that's a really fun perk of what I do is getting to go to these, these cool events and Again, this was not handed to me on a silver platter. If you are just listening for the first time, I started influencing, air quotes, uh, but blogging really initially back in 2019. So I've been doing this for several years now. And when I started out, my first partnership was like, what was it? Like 25, 50, maybe 50 bucks. I don't know. It was like nothing. Uh, but I've come a long way and I'm really, really proud. So that was highlight number two. It was a really, just, it was a good time. And I feel like little events like that just really make a difference. I don't know. They just, they're just fun and I'm just living my best life. So I'm happy about that. As for my low lights, um, total change of energy here and again mom if you're listening love you uh my mom if you don't know has cancer her and i did a question and answer podcast episode when she was in town so i wonder what episode that was let me look it up um but my mom was on the podcast and basically she explains during that episode um you know, what her cancer is. And if you're interested in listening, it's episode 16. And she kind of talks about where she's at in her treatment and everything. So I won't dive too much into that necessarily. But uh, we did have a conversation last week and her cancer is just like back in like really strong, like stronger than ever, it sounds like. And 
I will get emotional if I talk about it too much, but my mom and I, like, you know, had, like, an emotional conversation, and she, of course, is, like, trying to remain optimistic, as am I, but, you know, it's just nerve-wracking when it comes back, and her treatment options are limited, so I'm just pretty anxious about that, and, of course, I feel I say the word anxious in every single podcast episode. This week, my anxiety has been better, but I just love my mom so much, and I'm not close with my dad. I don't want to be. Uh, I tried to give it a shot as an adult, and he's just not necessarily worth my time. So I just don't want anything to happen to my mom. You know, it's that's my mom. I mean, anybody with their mom would, would feel the same way, but pray for her. Please keep her in her, her in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, she's very strong, and... I think she can, like, you know, beat the cancer. I try to be optimistic, too, of course, but uh, just makes me nervous. Uh, yeah, I just, I love her so much. So, Mom, if you are listening, I love you. Uh, but just a low light, and, you know, it's just shitty <laughs> for anybody who has to go through cancer or has somebody who they love who's affected by cancer or has cancer or anything. Like, it's just horrible. So that's a low light. Putting a positive twist on this, uh, ish. I do get to see my mom next month and I'm so excited. Uh, she is flying my sister and I out to go see her. And so I'm going to bring Louie with me and we're just going to enjoy some family time. And I seriously cannot wait. Now let's head on into the next section of this podcast episode, which is pop culture and current faves. Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. I feel that my pop culture section is more just turning into a movie recommendation slash TV show recommendation. So maybe we'll shift into that i don't know but i still love my pop culture but lately i have been watching so many movies as you know i'm a huge rom-com romantic literally just anything that's gonna make my heart feel good i enjoy watching it whether that's a comedy or a romantic movie or a romantic comedy that's usually my favorite genres to watch i do love a good like action movie or like i don't know there's random movies that I do like. I like some, I like a lot of sci-fi movies too, but you know, me, the little sensitive Pisces that I am, I love um, watching a good heartfelt emotional movie. Uh, so most recently I watched a movie on Netflix with Victoria Justice. She was from Nickelodeon and I didn't I didn't watch her TV show. She was a little after my time, I think, but uh, she's a Nickelodeon star turned Netflix star. And the most recent video movie of hers that I've watched is called Perfect Pairing. Basically what the movie is, uh, she is a wine saleswoman, best in her company, and this bad thing happens and she ends up quitting her job and hate because you know she's not treated she's not treated well and she's not really uh given the recognition she needs in her job what triggers this is that she tries pitching this client this australian-based client winery that they want to represent and one of her coworkers steals the client whatever what ends up happening is she's like well screw this i'm gonna start my own wine oh she's a wine importer to clarify wine importer salesperson so she's like well i'm gonna start my own wine importing company and i'm gonna go to australia and get that client like i'm gonna meet her face to face and get that client so it's a cute movie she goes to australia she ends up meeting the owner of the winery and she's like if you want to get my business you have to prove that you can work hard so she ends up becoming like the, i'm rambling but she ends up becoming like a sheep 
what's the word where they remove the fur off of the sheep she ends up working on the winery itself with all the other workers and she ends up falling for this guy who also is working on the winery and i'll pause right now if you haven't seen it fast forward five minutes if you're interested so far if not i'm gonna kind of spoil something right now so either way you should watch it because it's really good but basically she ends up falling for this guy who is uh you know works in the winery come to find out he is actually the owner the co-owner of the winery and the lady who's the owner is his sister so long story short they, you know she's mad because you never told me you were the owner i was trying to get this business you know the hard way and now i feel like because we're you know attached emotionally and you know romantically that i didn't earn this how i should have and they ended back together of course uh, just like every romantic movie as it should be great movie i recommend watching it it's cute it's cheesy it is not uh you know an award-winning movie of course no the acting's pretty cheesy but if you're like me who just like putting on a good movie being on your phone chilling eating your whole food sushi, um, do it. It's very good. Now, now that I've explained the movie, if you guys remember, You've Got Mail. Remember that movie? It's like a 90s, maybe it was early 2000s, but I'm pretty sure it was 90s with Tom Hanks. And, you know, I watched this perfect pairing movie on Netflix. And as I'm watching it, I'm thinking... You know, pretty much all romantic movies have the same plot-ish, you know, in a way. But when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, this is literally You've Got Mail. So, basically, like, how in Perfect Pairing, Victoria Justice finds out who, like, who he is, that he's a winery guy, is because she finds, he, like, he tells her, hey, my last name is Vaughn, Vaughn Wines. Remember in You've Got Mail? She's like, what's your last name's Fox? Like Fox Books or what? I can't remember exactly what it was, but remember it's a bookstore. And same thing. She's like a small business and he's the bigger business. And then, and you've got mail, same thing. She's, you know, the small bookstore owner and he's the big wholesaler who comes into town. And then in both stories, the guy ends up getting her like a really good job at the very end. So so similar uh if you've watched both let me know am i crazy um i'm like these are the same movies right just different people uh but curious what your, your thoughts are i know they're all the same but this just seemed a little too similar moving on to current faves i have been listening to this podcast another podcast and it's called gals on the go i have talked about it before in one of my very early podcast episodes, uh, it's a great podcast. You know, it's good if you're, you know, younger and transitioning from college into the real life, into real world, you know, everything between those lines. These girls are just young and they're, they're just, they bounce off each other. They're so cute. And they're who inspired me to kind of do this highlights, lowlights thing because they do that in their podcast as well. And I think it's just like, a good way to catch up on your life and um, just like a good little structure to follow for an episode. I love them. I think they're so cool. Um, check them out. I've been listening to them since 20, like 2020. And I was still like in a very bad part of my life uh, with the, in a relationship I wasn't happy in. And uh, those girls like they don't know this, but they really got me through some things. You know, I was very isolated from everybody in my life at that time. And when I listened to their podcast, it felt like I had friends I was talking to. So it was really comforting in a way. And I like could not wait for a new episode to come out. I'm not sure if you guys feel that way listening to mine. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to an empty room. I just like... And not in a bad way, not that I, I'm not saying I don't value my listeners. What I'm saying is that, like, I feel like, how do I describe this? Like, I feel like, 
do I have people listening? Like I always doubt my efforts and my everything I've done. I always think I always I tend to often downsize like what I've done because I just think like there's no way like people are actually listening and what like I don't know if this is making sense but my point is I hope that what their podcast did for me is somewhat doing that for you like I hope you feel like I'm a friend that you can listen to and talk to and dm me and or even if you just like listening to my voice and hanging out um, you know, I'm sitting in my living room by myself with a microphone and no boyfriend and that's okay. We got each other, right? Uh, but hopefully you do find some, some comfort in, in talking to me because, or listening to me talk. Uh, so that's that. My current fave number one, Gals on the Go. They're awesome. Uh, two more current faves, Abercrombie, can't believe I'm saying it, as a woman with curves, I have never comfortably fit into Abercrombie clothing. I was in seventh grade. I I was always a skinny little thing, but I always had hips, but I was never like, you know, I'm pretty curvy now. And even, you know, in high school, I didn't fit comfortably into Abercrombie clothing. Now, and especially I, I'm sure that the documentary came out calling them out for their body shaming and everything and exclusivity, they have become a lot more inclusive. And so I partnering with them right now, um, getting like just free clothes and stuff and trying out their products and see if they fit. And if I, if, you know, if they are being inclusive and they are, and they're my current fave because of that, I received two bodysuits and two pairs of jeans, the jeans, I'll link everything on my stories and stuff for you guys to check out and on my Instagram and in the description of this podcast. You can also shop all of my clothes. Um, I'll link those as well. But what I got was the 90s high rise curve love. Okay, so good. There's plenty of room for my butt, a little smaller at the waist because that's just how my body is. The length is great. The material's nice and thick. Uh, they're great. They're so, so cute, and I'm so happy. My next fave is the Laura Mercier Translucent Powder. I've never really used translucent powder before, ever. And that's like, what? I feel like everybody uses it. I used it. I got it from Sephora this past week. I did a full face of makeup today, and I used the powder. And I looked like an angelic goddess. I swear to God, I looked amazing. And I was like, what? Who's this bitch? I look flawless. So you should use it. I ended up getting the little tester size one because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I don't want to spend a ton of money on it. And I'm obsessed. It's so good. I feel beautiful. So that wraps up my current faves and pop culture. And that brings us to the main portion of this podcast episode, which is college. Um, college was the best four years of my life. Like I love my life now, but there really is nothing like college. If you didn't go to college, like that's like totally fine. Like I have plenty of friends who Maybe they went to beauty school. Maybe they went straight into working and that's okay. For me personally, like I did always aspire to go to college. And so that was always a goal of mine. So really proud of myself that I went to college, that I graduated. Am I doing what I did get my degree in? No, I don't think a lot of people do. I don't think everybody knows what they want to do in college and then gets a job doing that, what they got their degree in. Of course, you know, engineers, you know, those, they're a little more pigeonholed, but I got my degree in hospitality and tourism management with an emphasis in events. So basically what that means is I am an event planner with a bachelor's degree, like a business degree. So loved my 
my college. I went to San Diego State. Go Aztecs. Best school ever. Uh, and then my uh, major, you know, I, I loved it. I loved what I did. Uh, I actually started out as a business major and then switched my sophomore year into hospitality. And I learned a lot. And I think I learned a lot of things in school that are still applicable to my life today. You know, even as, you know, an influencer and being in the social media world, there are a lot of business things that I've learned that I learned during college that I'm still using today. So I think whether or not you use the degree you get, you're still going to take away things from your time in college that you can apply to the real world. So in this episode, I'm just going to be talking, you know, about my college experience, sharing some tips for getting into college, being in college and graduating. So let's jump right in. So as for getting into college, let's start there. Um, I am very proud to say that I am the first person in my entire family to graduate from college, uh, go to college, graduate, like go to a four year to specify and graduate from college. Uh, I got early acceptance into San Diego state, my senior year of college, uh, saved up every penny, worked at McDonald's. I've told you guys the story before. And I'll say, like, I feel I feel this way about a lot of things. I feel like my experiences with things are, everything always has to be different. Like, I can't just have, like, a normal, a normal college experience, a normal dating life, a normal anything. I feel like everything has to be different. So what I mean by that is I wasn't close with my family at the time when I got into college. And so sent myself to school. I was actually dating a guy at the time and he was a junior at San Diego State. So when I moved into my freshman dorm, he was the one who helped me move in. It was just us. So it was funny because people were walking past our room, pa- past my dorm room, and they thought I had um, a male roommate. And I was like, no, 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 he's just my boyfriend just moving me in. But everybody else had their families moving them in, and I didn't have that. So, I don't know, it was kind of kind of sad to think about. And that first weekend, which if you are going to college, the first weekend of your freshman year is a really big deal. It's huge. That is freshman welcome weekend. There are so many parties. You meet so many people. You meet the people in the sororities and Greek life or, you know, you meet your dorm, the people on your floor in your dorm and you like explore campus and everything. Well, for me, life was a little different. Um, I moved into my dorm and got on like the first week of college, maybe like Wednesday or Thursday, I got a phone call and I'm not going to go into a whole story on this because I do want to get to the meat of the episode, but my first week of college, I get a phone call from my childhood best friend, Danielle, and she called me hysterically crying and she let me know that her sister passed away in a freak accident. So not a car accident. It was like a medical malpractice, uh, 26 year old woman, very healthy woman. So I ended up flying home, obviously, like no doubt in my mind, I wanted to be there for her. Um, flew back home my first week of college and spent time with her, you know, while she was going through everything, went to the funeral, everything like that. So I ended up missing my freshman for welcome weekend. And I'm still like pretty sad about that. And I wouldn't change a thing. I wanted to be there for, for my best friends. Uh, but it's just, it is an important weekend. So if you are going to be a freshman in college, make sure you go to that, go to all the events. They looked so fun and you meet so many people and you truly bond with all your, all the people on your floor. And it's just a really good time. I think you know, I'm in college and, you know, when I was in college, one of the hardest things for me 
and this might sound, again, just a little weird. I grew up in a normal, you know, middle, lower middle class neighborhood, you know, uh, financially and everything in my family. Always had new clothes, uh, you know, was always well fed, well taken care of. You know, I had, I had everything I needed. I had a very nice life. The interesting thing for me, though, was I went to school in Southern California. And when you think SoCal, obviously you think of the beach and everything. But in terms of the people, what do you think of? Money, right? People have lots of money who live in Southern California. And I've never been around people who had so much money. And so my freshman year roommate was from this fancy Orange County school, high school, head cheerleader. Her family came to visit all the time, always were taking her out to these expensive restaurants. She had all the new clothes, the newest iPhone, everything you can think of. And her friends were all the same way. And I think that was a really big adjustment for me because <laughs> to be completely honest, like I had one blanket on my bed and I was so freezing every night because she would blast the air conditioner and I couldn't even afford to buy another blanket. <laughs> like, I don't know what, like, that's crazy to think about. Like, I was so cold every single night. Um, uh, sorry, I'm like flashbacking right now. But a big adjustment for me, moral of the story, being around different people is going to be... One, a, a great thing. I think it's so important to be around different people and to learn from other people and, uh, you know, you know, be, be around, you know, see how you learn how big the world is when you go to college and how different everybody is. And everybody has different upbringings and morals and life experiences that shape them. The reason I bring up the money thing was because we just were so different. We thought about money so differently and I had never met somebody like that. So it wasn't necessarily a comparison thing. I was never jealous of her or had any animosity. It was more so my view of the world kind of changed. I'm like, wow, there's people like this. I thought it was just like in the movies <laughs> that people were like this. Um, but when you are going into college, I think the a big piece of advice is just to be open to not open, but be prepared to just meet so many different people and be open to those friendships. And you're just going to learn a lot about how different we all are. And that's a good, that's a good thing that we're all different, but it definitely was eye opening for me, you know, coming from a smaller town in Northern California. I really, it was kind of, it was kind of shocking. I will say, especially, you know, just all of college really, you will learn, you know, as I did, especially my freshman year, how to be independent. And you're going to have so much growth emotionally. I will also say the freshman 15 is very real. So you might also physically grow. I did. I think I came back Christmas break and my family was like, Jesus, <laughs> oh my God. Like I, it's my, it was my first time like feeding myself, you know, I'm like, planning my own meals and my up until then you know my family was doing that for me so I plumped up <laughs> not a bad thing I was adorable but it's so real it's so funny um I will also say if you are a parent of a soon-to-be college kid or if you have a kid in college uh definitely like help them with applying to schools and I didn't know how to do any of that. I had to learn all of it on my own and it was very challenging. Uh, and also make sure you're calling or texting to check in. I know you're like, you want your kids to be independent. They are learning their independence, but this transition from high school to college, like they still need you. I'm a 28 year old woman now and I still need my mom. I still love her and I still want her to call and check in on me all the time. So if you are a parent, do that too. Not obsessively, like you want to give them their space, but um, for example, things like parents weekends, it means more to them than you know for you to attend parents weekends. Like 
seeing all the other families walk around with all the other kids walk around with their families. Like it's sad for people who don't have families visiting them. So make sure you're there for them as much as they want you to be, give them their space, but also, you know, remind them that you're still there for them. Even if they are, you know, all grown up and it's very hard, but we always need our parents, right? Another important part of college, a huge part of college is making friends. So I'll start out by saying I 10 out of 10 recommend going Greek, joining Greek life if you're interested in that. That said, be specific and know that like you are choosing a sorority or fraternity based on what you're interested in as well. Who are the people that you vibe with the most? Who have the same morals as you? I didn't want to be in a sorority that hazed. Like I, that was not for me. There are sororities like that. There's also multicultural sororities you can join and fraternities. Uh, it's just a great way to meet people and make, and make friends. I will say like being in a sorority was the best thing for me because it forced me out of my comfort zone. I made so many friends and have so many fun, crazy stories and experiences. And I couldn't imagine not having those experiences. So uh, I will say like now as an adult, I am only friends with a very small handful of those women from my sorority, which had hundreds of women in it, but that's okay. Like that happens over time. But in the moment, it was so nice to have that community of women that I did share the same morals with. And it, it was just, it was nice. It made a big, huge campus feel like a smaller community in a way. If you aren't interested in Greek life, join clubs, join sports teams, like anything like for with clubs too like you can join clubs based on your interest whether that's like a chess club or something or they do have clubs too for your major so for me I there was like hospitality clubs I was a part of there was a meetings and events student association I was a part of there's even student government in college that you can join so there's so many things you can do um you can also go to school events such as the sporting games, you know, just as often as you're able to. And you're going to make friends doing any or all of those things. I am a freak and I did literally everything. <laughs> I was in a sorority. I did all the clubs. I went to all the games. It's I just I lived college to the fullest. What can I say? Do you expect anything else? <laughs> uh, another thing to make friends I highly recommend living on campus to get to know your peers. Yes, it is cheaper to live off campus. And if like financially that makes more sense for you, do it. I will say though, living on campus, if you're able to, makes a huge difference. It just, it forces you into socializing with your peers and it's really cool. Now, the big part of college when you think of college, what do you think of? Uh, partying, yes, agreed. Uh, partying, oh, throwback. Just me, like, I had a, I, where did that go? I had a full costume box. 22 year old woman with a full costume box. Uh, themed parties are huge in college. I had a house on campus it was like an off-campus house, but like right next to the college. So basically it was on campus. And we would throw all these house parties at my house. We had a theme, like tiki turnip. It was like a Hawaiian-themed party. We did a stoplight party. The event planner in me too. Like I loved a good theme. For the stoplight party, I ordered like a hundred glow-in-the-dark bracelets and necklaces that were red yellow and green as people came into my party if they were in a relationship they got a red glow stick and they could wear it as a necklace or bracelet yellow it's complicated or like you know ease into it and then green i'm single ready to party we turned all the lights off in my house 
you know, we had like party lights and stuff and just like the wristbands glue up the entire home. It was so, so fun. Uh, and then for our Halloween party one year, uh, just, just being a little nostalgic right now. One year I dressed up as a firefighter and from that tiki party that we had earlier in the year, we had bought these fake tiki torches and they were still in the backyard. So I'm hanging out inside and somebody runs in and they're like, Kim, somebody's like lighting your tiki torches on fire, like trying to light them, even though they're fake. Like these are fake. These are very flammable. I was like, oh my God, my drunk ass, <laughs> like drunk college self runs to the backyard. Sure enough, there's some girl who I don't even know trying to light these tiki torches on fire. These tiki torches do not have wicks. The wick is made up of a shoestring. Like we got these from Dollar Tree. So she's trying to light this on fire. It lights on fire. And I was like, oh my God. And our whole backyard, it's like brush. Like it is so flammable. This could have gotten really bad. But I was drunk. Let's remember that. I literally, everybody's watching. I run up to the tiki torch and I literally put out the fire with my fingers. I go, and I put it out with my thumb and my pointer finger and put out the fire. And everybody, just like in the movies, everybody cheers, starts cheersing. And I obviously had the girl leave my party. I'm like, I don't know who you are. And you're trying to burn my house down. And then my friend comes up to me. He's like, Kim, do you realize what you just did? And I was like, what? I thought he was mad at me for having the girl leave my party. And he's like, you just put out a fire dressed up as a firefighter. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that is literally iconic. Uh, the parties, like, parties are so fun. I have so many endless party stories. I will not bore you guys with all of them, but partying does make up a big part of college. Like you are young, you are fun. Like you should party. You should like, don't be like anxious or antisocial, like force yourself to go out, go to the parties, make friends, dress up in the stupid outfits, you know, but more, most importantly, make sure you are safe. I will like on a more serious note, say that I got roofied on several occasions throughout college because I left my drink unattended or I let somebody get a drink for me. And those are things that you don't do. Like you need to pour your own drinks. You need to keep an eye on your own drink. Like just be safe and smart when you are going to these parties and you're going to have a good time. But just as with, you know, adult life, there are always going to be bad people around. I'm a pretty optimistic person, but that's just how it is. And the bad people in the real world, yep, they started out in college too. And some of them, you know, are lingering amongst you guys. And that's really scary to think about. But just it's so important to be very aware of your surroundings, you know, buddy system. I, you know me. I'm a huge buddy system gal. Make sure you're just keeping tabs on each other. And you're going to have a good time. Like the parties are worth it. Just, just be safe. Okay. It's the mom and me be safe, please. <laughs> now the last little portion of this college talk is things to know. So things to know, I would say now is the time to try new things. So whether that is you know, in, in college, that's really the time to try new things. So that is dating different types of people, exploring your sexuality. If that's something that you have questioned before, uh, or even something as silly as trying new sports, like do the intramurals. Like you've always wanted to try soccer, go try to play soccer. Like you're healthy, you're young, do it. Uh, figuring out if you like living on your own versus living with roommates, if you can afford that. I couldn't, I always had roommates all four years of college, but that's okay. Like I loved it. I think it was a part of the experience. 
So maybe you could do like living with one roommate versus living with five. Like I lived in a house with five other girls at one point and it was an experience. It was honestly, it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, and then also now is the time to travel when you can, like you don't have to have thousands of dollars to travel as a college kid. You can, my 22nd birthday, we piled like 10 of us into one suite in Las Vegas. And it was so fun. You know, you do it the cheapest way possible and it's, it's a good time. Or even like doing day trips and stuff or doing camping and just making all those memories. Another important thing to know is make sure you're always prioritizing your schoolwork over partying. Yes, that is the nerd and the mom and me saying that, but I had several peers who dropped out of college because they didn't do that. It can be so easy to really fall into partying and like skip your class because you're hungover or do really bad on a test because you didn't study because you're at a party. Like you have to make sure you do have that balance. And I think that is key to really being a successful college kid. Another thing to know is that friends will come and go. And that's just the way of life. I mean, you won't always be best friends with the first person you met in college. I mean, maybe I clearly like I had my college roommate freshman year, my dorm roommate, and we were just two different of people and haven't spoken since we moved out. That's okay. I think like everybody in their own way is growing and learning about themselves and people change like just like you are. So that's okay if you're not staying friends with them all four years of college. And then your time in college is time, but you'll never get back. So just enjoy it to the fullest while you can. It's, it's seriously amazing. That kind of leads me into the actual last section. Sorry, I got ahead of myself, but it's short and sweet, but that's graduating. So graduating can be really sad and nostalgic. Uh, between me and you, I met this guy a few weeks ago. We really hit it off. Super cute guy. Him and Louie get along very well. So sweet. And, uh, oh my gosh, Louie, are you choking? Did you guys hear him cough? He's like in a deep sleep and just heard like coughing. You okay, bro? Okay. Anyways, uh, I've been seeing this guy very casually. Uh, Turns out, guys, he's so young. He's still in college. I feel like such a cougar. Uh, so obviously this is not going to turn into anything serious. But it's just been nice to spend some time with him because he is young. He's so carefree. And I've been such an anxious overthinker lately. And I'm learning from him. Like, life is not that serious. Like, I don't know, just like that mindset of being a 22-year-old with like not a care in the world. I'm like, I need to channel that every so often because I am such like, not, I was going to say go-getter. I'm just like constantly feeling like I need to do something. And so we've both been learning from each other. Uh, but basically lately he's been venting to me about how scared he is. Again, he's so young, but how scared he is to graduate. And he's like anxious for the future and letting go of his college life. And I was totally in the same boat my senior year. And I think most people feel that way when you have gone to school since you were five years old and college is over. It's like, now what? Now what do I do? Like I, for me, like I have always been so good at school. Like I love school. I love learning. I love taking tests. Like I am a weirdo, but I like thrived in that environment. So when I found like when I was about to be graduating, I was like, holy shit, what am I going to do now? Like, what do I do? So I shared with him the biggest piece of advice I learned, which is 
to plan something to look forward to after graduation. Like that is what's going to take your mind off of what am I going to do next? Like, and just like, of course that's going to remain, but it's going to make it easier. So whether that is taking a big trip or having a really cool job lined up or planning a move to a new city that you've always wanted to live in, those kinds of things are really going to make you excited, like a little more excited about the future and what the future holds for you. Uh, and that's what I did. I mean, if, you know, and, and if you don't feel like going into a nine to five job right after graduating, do what I did, like save up some money your senior year, uh, and give yourself time to travel. I graduated and I moved to Australia. You guys, I literally moved to Australia. I can't even like fathom that as like a 28 year old. Now I'm like, I was crazy. Like what? I just got on a plane with one suitcase, got to Australia and had no clue where I was even sleeping the first night I got there. I just winged it. And I think like, of course I was very safe, like at all times, but like when you are young, you can do those things. In terms of like his nostalgia and like being sad about college, I was and like leaving his friends and stuff like that. Of course, like everybody feels that way too. My advice is like to be intentional about staying in touch with your friends, like plan a yearly meetup. That doesn't sound like a lot, but you know what? Like time flies after graduation and even just planning to meet up once a year, even that can be really difficult. So the rest of your 20s, you know, they are so different than college, but they truly are just as amazing. You will continue to grow and change so much. Uh, Danielle and I were just talking actually today about how extremely different people we both are from the versions of ourselves that we were in college like physically and mentally, like we have both just changed. And it's crazy that that amount of growth you can have in just, I mean, five, six years, like you just changed so much as a person. So graduating can be very sad, nostalgic, but there's so much to look forward to. And it's not anything to be, to be sad about at all. Like also congrats, like graduating college is a huge accomplishment huge such a big deal and like even just getting to that point is like god that's just such a big milestone it's just something to be so proud of well that pretty much wraps up this episode of my lips aren't sealed hashtag college edition um i hope you guys enjoy listening and letting me vent and walk down memory lane I wish you guys could have come to some of my parties. You guys would have had such a fun time. Uh, I miss it. And I just, I love it. I really am so grateful that I have those memories. I was able to get myself through college. Like, I'm so proud of that. And I think it did shape me into the person I am today. It taught me a lot about hard work and, uh, it showed me how much I can accomplish on my own and gave me a lot of independence. So thanks so much for listening to this episode. I know it was a lot, a uh, pretty long episode again. I've been talking up a storm. Uh, on my next episode, I will be celebrating a full year living here in Austin, Texas. I literally cannot believe that it's already been a year moving to Austin was a huge milestone for me. And for those of you who have been following along my journey, you know that the road for me to get here has been far from easy. I'm going to share my favorite memories so far from living in Austin, my favorite things to do in Austin, and talking about life, living on my own, and just starting over. Uh, if you had any questions about the things I talked about during this episode, send me a DM and a follow on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb or 
at my lips aren't sealed podcast. I'll be sharing new podcast episodes every week on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and YouTube. If you've enjoyed listening, which I hope you have, please make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button and please rate me five stars on Spotify. That would be amazing. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will chat more next week.